1: This is episode number two of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, The podcast where we take a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. And of course, I'm your boy Leroy Luna. How are you? Aw, you came back. That's so sweet. Thank you. Or you're just tuning in for the first time and I've scared you off. Either way, don't care. I got a good one for you today, folks. A big steaming one. Uh, I actually came across this one by accident. I wanted to do a, a case on a litter bug, you know? The worst of the worst of that genre. So naturally, I fired up the old Google machine and typed in what any reasonable person would. Public dumping. And let's just say I was appalled by what I came across. But hey, I decided this was just too juicy of a nugget to pass up. And it's no accident that I'm tackling the story on episode number two. Potty humor. Gotta love it. So yes, I will be dropping the deuce on you momentarily. I know you're probably thinking enough with the puns already, Leroy. So I apologize in advance, because there's likely more coming down the pipes. So let's plunge into this one. Okay, folks, everyone hop in the minivan. No pushing, no shoving. Buckle up, and let's once again cruise these suburban streets while I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends, I promise to have you back home in time for Final Jeopardy. Shout out to my boy Alex Trebek. Keep fighting that good fight, bro. Okay, episode number two, the mad pooper. I use public toilets and I piss on the seat. I walk around in the summertime saying, how about this heat? I'm an asshole. He's an asshole. What an asshole. I'm an asshole. He's the world's biggest asshole. Dennis Leary. Confession time. My name's Leroy and I'm an asshole. Hi, Leroy. I've definitely toned it down over the years and now I'd like to think I can control it. But man, it's tough. I want to be a good person, it's just not usually my first instinct. The first time I truly realized I was an asshole was at the ripe age of 21. I was working at a bingo hall at the time. A runner. Sounds more gangster than it actually was. I'd call back bingos and pay people their winnings, sell cards, walk around and just generally fix problems and make people's experience more enjoyable. In return they'd stay longer and piss away their paychecks, or in some cases welfare checks. Best job I ever had. Really rewarding work. On an average night, I'd walk away with 40, 50 bucks in tips. It was easy. Also, a plethora of degenerates. Guns and mullets as far as the eye could see. That was probably why I enjoyed it so much, to be honest. Because it was entertaining. And because I'm an asshole. Anyways, on this particular day, I was hiding out in the back room. The smoking area. It wasn't too busy back there. But there was some foot traffic, though because that's where the kitchen and bathrooms were located. An older woman, somewhere north of 60, came slowly waddling out of the ladies' room. As she passed me, I glanced over, because something caught my eye. I'm not sure if she had forgotten what she was doing mid-wipe, but this lady had the toilet paper still wedged between her cheeks, and about five feet of it was trailing behind her like a tail. Funniest damn thing I ever saw. Still is. So when I saw this happening, naturally I started chuckling and pointing it out to a couple of my work buddies, and we all had a good laugh. Just before this woman was about to enter the smoking room, which was crowded with well over a 100 people, a lady looked up, ran over, ripped that toilet paper off at the crack, threw it in the garbage, and casually went back to dabbing her cards. The elderly woman strutted into that crowd, not even knowing how close she came to certain humiliation. And that's when my guilt set in. I was actually quite disappointed in myself The thought of helping that nice little old lady out Hadn't even crossed my mind Not even for a second So yeah, that's when I truly realize I'm an asshole Our subject in this case commits acts That only an asshole would be capable of Both literally and figuratively Ah Colorado Springs, the largest city in Colorado area-wise and second largest in population behind Denver, with around 465,000 people back in 2017 when the shit show takes place. It's also a fairly popular tourist destination with the beautiful mountain views and many parks and trails. According to NeighborhoodScout.com, the chances of becoming a victim of a property crime in Colorado are 1 in 37, Colorado Springs 1 in 30. But sometime in mid-July 2017, for Kathy Buddy and her family, those statistics would rise from a little over 3% to a whopping 100%. So on this particular sunny afternoon, Kathy's kids came running over to her excitedly with some big news. Here's a quote from Kathy Buddy via an interview from KKTV News. Quote, They came screaming, you know, and said, You're not going to believe this. They're like crying. I was like, what? And they're like, there's a lady taking a poop. And so I come outside, and it's like, oh, dear goodness. And so I was like, are you serious? Are you really taking a poop right here in front of my kids? And she's like, yeah, sorry. Naturally, Kathy thought that was a messed up situation, but surely just a one and done. After all, sometimes nature calls hard, and it will not be ignored. Runner's diarrhea is a real thing. I looked it up. mayoclinic.org Runner's diarrhea is characterized by frequent loose bowel movements during or immediately after a run. Runner's diarrhea is most common in long-distance runners. The cause of runner's diarrhea isn't clear. Well, obviously all that movement surely has something to do with it, I would assume, but anyways, I'm no expert. Although I've had nature call on me a few times in public as an adult, and let me assure you, it always ends up pretty messy. We've all been there, am I right? Okay, at this point early in the story though, I can empathize with this female jogger who just fertilized the buddy family lawn. You would think the sheer embarrassment of this situation would have caused this jogger to never run in this area again. Maybe she'd even come back with a doggy bag and clean up after herself. That's what Kathy thought. The old stoop and scoop. Perfectly reasonable line of thinking, but thankfully for our personal entertainment, not at all what happened. This was just the tip of the iceberg here. The mystery jogger would make a habit of coming back and taking a load off on their front walkway and or lawn once, twice, sometimes three times in a week. Eventually, the Buddy family would nickname her the Mad Pooper of Pine Creek. Later on, when this story went viral, that moniker would stick, but was shortened to the Mad Pooper. It's catchy. I must admit, I wasn't sold on the name at first, but it kind of grows on you like a fungus. I do love a good nickname, though. If there was a job out there where uh, you could nickname serial killers or just, just criminals in general, sign me up. I was actually going to name this episode Sally Skidmarks or Dumpy Donna, but decided it made more sense to stick with the classic Mad Pooper. Hey, I said I enjoy handing out nicknames. Never said I was good at it. But anyways, let me know if you have a better nickname for the Pooper Trader in this case, because I'd seriously love to hear it. Slide into my DMs. After a few more gifts from Miss Pooper, enough was enough. Kathy Buddy contacted Colorado Springs police who encouraged her to try to get a photo and catch her in the act to help out the investigation. Kathy obliged, and there are numerous photos of the jogger you can see online. I'll post them on social media, but here's what I've gathered just from viewing these grainy photos. We have a female, Caucasian, dark brown hair with a slim athletic build. She's got a runner's bod. Makes sense. She runs a lot. Stays very regular too. Lots of fiber in that diet, no doubt. If I had to guess, I'd say early 40s. She's wearing fluorescent blue running shoes with fluorescent green laces. Possibly Nike. She's sporting a grayish blue tank top and shorts. This part confuses me a bit because this outfit looks like a one-piece. Uh... So does she pull her top down, too, when she poops? Or maybe just pulls the shorts off to the side? I don't know. Painting a pretty picture for you, though, isn't it? <laughs> the strange thing is, you have these photos going around. This is definitely well-known in Colorado Springs, which is a, it's a really big city. I get that. It's easy for a person to kind of get lost in the mix, but I'm sure this is a topic of conversation within the neighborhood. You're telling me no one's recognizing her? She has to live within a five-mile radius of the Buddy household, unless she takes public transportation or drives and parks in a nearby area, which I highly doubt, but I guess it's possible. She's probably hiding in plain sight, though. You see this sometimes these days, though, and it boggles my mind. One example I can think of is the Delphi murders, a big case where these two young girls, Abby and Libby, were murdered by a man while they were out in the woods on a fairly popular hiking trail. In a final act of bravery... They actually filmed this creepy man who was approaching them with their cell phones. He was calling out to them and crossing a bridge and walking towards them. They must have gotten that vibe when they saw him that something wasn't quite right. The footage is a little grainy, but you have his voice, his walk, his mannerisms, his clothes, and you can see the damn guy. It's been well over two years, and they still haven't caught him. One day, though. One day. But yeah, these people must have horseshoes up their asses. This criminal act, obviously, uh, with the mad pooper here, is on a much smaller scale, so maybe people do know who she is, but they're just not talking. Well, people have come forward, but we'll get to that in a bit. Getting back to the story. These poops are clearly premeditated. She keeps napkins or paper towel on her to wipe up, and leaves it at the scene as her calling card, I guess you could say. I have no idea why she would bring napkins instead of toilet paper if there's a plan, though. Ouch. But hey, to each their own. Now Kathy, who is really the driving force here in trying to catch this lady, also decides to print up flyers and post them around the neighborhood in an effort to shame the Mad Pooper away. I'm not going to give the home address or anything, but to anyone who knows Colorado Springs, this is near Briargate Parkway and Union Boulevard. The flyers are addressed to the Mad Pooper directly. In large bold letters, underline, it starts off, to the female jogger that continuously uses our walkway as her toilet. It goes on to tell her to stop immediately. You have already exposed yourself to our children, and the police have been contacted twice. She goes on to mention that she's also caught her in the act a few times. This didn't deter the pooper at all, seemingly almost egging her on as she continued dropping deuces without a care in the world. The police probably aren't putting a lot of work into this investigation, as surely being in a larger city, they have bigger fish to fry. For Lieutenant Howard Black, a seasoned veteran of the force, this is something new to him. Never seen it in his 35 years with the Colorado Springs Police Department. Here's a quote from him via the Washington Post. This has been comical, but I also don't want to be flip about it. If it's a mental health issue, she'll still be held accountable, but we would want to get her help. I actually really like that comment from him. He sees the humor in the situation, but realizes there's a real possibility that this lady is a little unstable and may need some help. If charged, the mad pooper could actually face some serious repercussions depending on how hard the police want to handle this. At the very least, she could be charged with public defecation, but also indecent exposure. She did this in front of children, too, which kind of takes it to a whole other level. That's sex offender status right there. Although that was an unfortunate situation, I don't falter too much for the kid thing. Uh, That clearly wasn't on purpose as they stumbled upon her mid-act. How rude. Of course she was on their front lawn though. I'm just saying. It would be much worse if she walked up to them then exposed herself to them purposely before popping a squat. All in all, the mad pooper struck multiple times weekly for roughly seven weeks. Basically a summer of reigning terror in this neighborhood before she vanished into the thick, raunchy air leaving nothing behind but memories and a few soiled napkins. The mad pooper hasn't been caught to this day. A couple of people have come out of the woodwork to claim to know her. The most noteworthy being a man claiming to be a family representative. This guy. He spoke on her behalf, referring to her only as Shirley, explaining that a TBI, which is a traumatic brain injury, not to be mistaken with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, is the culprit making it hard for her to control herself. He claimed she was very apologetic, but also compared her public pooping to public breastfeeding also claiming she had recently underwent gender reassignment surgery which, you know, contributed to her lack of control as well He explained this in two YouTube videos which have since been taken down when it was discovered to be a hoax Man, I wish I could get my hands on those videos Kudos to that guy That there was some quality trolling that caused quite the stink Now I'd like to get into a couple of theories here And let's see if we can't figure out why this happened and how she evaded capture. Right off the bat, I think we can throw the runner's diarrhea theory out. If it was one or two offenses, maybe. But this happened too many times and in a targeted area to just be an accident. Oh, and I should actually mention, um, although the Buddy residence seemed to be her toilet of choice, numerous neighbors also found poop in their backyards. And she was also spotted dumping at a Walgreens in the area. (laughs) Were a couple of these actually just dog shit? Probably. Do people like to involve themselves in an investigation to spice up their lives and be a part of something because they're bored? Absolutely. So take what you will from the other neighborhood sightings. Now that I think of it, most likely they were legit. (laughs) Was this a revenge thing? Perhaps, but doubtful. Kathy Buddy caught her in the act a few times and never mentioned recognizing her. Maybe that first time she busted her... Kathy came across as a little rude, and that angered her, making the home a target. I'm just trying to get in the jogger's head here. Is the mad pooper a fun-loving prankster out there having a good time? I'd love to believe so, but probably not. This totally sounds like something a couple of teenagers would do. A couple of frat bros high-fiving each other while they do the deed. A lone middle-aged woman, a jogger, it doesn't really fit the bill. That's kind of what makes us so intriguing, though, perhaps. But not as rare as I thought. There was also a viral video going around in 2018 where another middle-aged woman took a dump right on the floor in a Tim Hortons in British Columbia. The disgruntled woman apparently was refused access to the facilities. So after a shouting match with an employee, she leaned against a wall, took a dump, and threw it at the employees behind the counter. It's actually pretty funny. Um, I've come across numerous other cases of public defecation while researching this one. In fact, there's another case of a serial pooper in Brisbane, Australia that I may cover some time in the future. So look out for that one. It's a real eye-opener and much more common than you'd think. The next theory, I think, is uh, pretty plausible. Lieutenant Black was probably onto something with the whole mental illness angle. This lady may not be dealing with a full deck. Perhaps she lives in a rooming house or a halfway house in the area. Perhaps she suffers from schizophrenia and she has to shit on those lawns or the world will come to an end in her mind. Maybe she is the chosen one doing the Lord's work. At least she's not hurting anyone. Maybe she's an exhibitionist. She enjoys the thrill of being watched. That theory might actually hold some weight. There are numerous washrooms near the buddy household. Porta-potties at the park across the street and one at a nearby gas station. Anywhere would be a more private place to relieve yourself besides maybe the middle of the street. Maybe she has ICD, impulse control disorder, which I came across on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's described as being a class of psychiatric disorders characterized by impulsivity, failure to resist a temptation, an urge, an impulse, or the inability to not speak on a thought. The possibilities are endless, really. I would really love some closure to this case, but I'm not entirely sure we'll ever get it. I don't want the mystery jogger to be punished, per se. I just want to know why, that's all. Toilet paper powerhouse Charmin sweetened the pot on perhaps getting us closer to some answers when they joined in on the fun on Twitter. In their tweet, dated september twentieth, twenty seventeen, they quipped quote, if the hashtag mad pooper turns herself in, we'll give her a year's supply of teepee to help with her runs. Not sure if that offer still stands, but hey, I'd be tempted to take it. Toilet paper actually takes on triple duty at my household in substitution of paper towels and napkins. I think the mad pooper was very fortunate in not getting herself caught by the police. She really hit a sweet spot with a few determining factors. Now, not to be sexist, but the fact that she's a woman I think helped. It just feels less threatening. If some kids were face-to-face with a man with his shorts around his ankles, it feels much more threatening as opposed to funny in this case. I actually told a pal of mine about this story, and he went, mmm and stared off into the distance. I asked what he was thinking and he said, If she's willing to take a shit in public, I wonder what else she'd be willing to do. (laughs) Guys are pigs, I know. So anyway, we both stood there in an awkward moment of semi-arousal, pondering the possibilities. Then I said if it was a dude taking dumps on people's lawns, there's no way two women would be having that conversation. Mm, I wonder what else that guy would be willing to do. Public masturbation? Mm. It's hot. Anyway, so she's a woman. The crime isn't that bad. Not worth risking your well-being to try to stop her. Kathy Buddy caught her a few times, but it wasn't worth a physical altercation to stop her. This lady could be unstable, not to mention she has her pants down around her ankles and there's shit everywhere. So kind of gross. There's also no vehicle to trace back to her as she's on foot. And most guys aren't willing to tackle a woman. And let's face it, she's in great shape and could probably outrun most of us. Before we wrap things up here, I'd like to propose a theory I have. I don't think she ever stopped. I think maybe she's working a different area. I do believe the buddy children caught the mad pooper in one of her first acts in that area. She was sloppy, left napkins at the scene, did it in broad daylight, so it was only a matter of time before people figured out what was going on. So after that seven-week stint, the summer of stench, everyone believes it's over. Things were heating up, she couldn't take it, so she got the hell out of the kitchen. But nah, screw all that. BTK, Gacy, Dahmer, they all made mistakes in the beginning before they learned to hone their craft. I think she learned from her mistakes, and she's still out there. No more jogging outfit. Works at night. Wipes her ass when she gets home. A few minor tweaks in her game, and she's unstoppable. With no toilet paper at the scene, you're going to either blame the family dog or your neighbor's dog. So think long and hard about that next time you find a log on your front lawn. Cause She's out there in the shadows. And it's not a matter of when she'll strike next, it's where. Or maybe she just realized what she was doing was disgusting and immature. We may never know. And quite frankly, I'm okay with that. And we back. Okay, that's a wrap on episode number two. Let's wipe our asses of this case and move on. I hope you guys enjoyed listening half as much as I enjoyed presenting this. It's definitely a wacky one. All right, a couple things before we take off here. Just a minor request. I'm honing my craft, I know I ain't flawless, I'll probably always be a little rough around those edges, but I'll always be trying my best to sand them down for you though. And if you are enjoying your time with me, could you please hit your boy up with a 5 star review, wherever you're listening. Of course Apple Podcasts being the heavy hitter, it's not to feed my fragile ego, although it would certainly help, I just know the reviews really help out in getting this little podcast noticed by other people and driving it up those charts, and helping me to kind of separate from the pack so many podcasts out there I'm not going to harass you every episode just occasionally I'd be eternally grateful you see I've got this ear fetish and my goal is to penetrate as many eardrums as possible so please help a brother out if you can I also have another promo to hit you with on the way out this one comes via my good pal and role model if I'm being quite honest Mr. Jordan Bonaparte no relation to Napoleon although they are quite similar in stature he is the host of the Nighttime Podcast, one of my personal favorites, for years now. His show will always keep you on your toes. It's a bit of a mixed bag, lots of crime, mysteries, and just all-around weird stories. Could be UFOs, missing persons cases, you never know. My favorite of mine was Glove Guy, a strange, mysterious man who picks up male hitchhikers and gets aroused while getting them to try on very, very tight gloves. I didn't do that story justice, but trust me when I say he always does a fantastic job. As for me, I have another one waiting for you in the feed, so check it out at your leisure. But for now, Leroy out. Take it away, Jordan.
2: Excuse me.
1: That's
2: me. Canada. The
0: Great White North. A utopia of manners, healthcare, and big-hearted people saying, hey. Sadly, that place doesn't exist. I'm Jordan, and on my show, Nighttime, I uncover a version of Canada that is far darker than the one used in advertising to sell coffee, beer, and cars. The Canada I discuss on Nighttime is a twisted maze of crime, missing persons cases, unexplained events, and stories that prove Canada is not what they want you to think. If you want to join me, subscribe to the Nighttime podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere
2: else.